Welcome to the Nested Parent Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Kelsey Alford. I'm a pediatric nurse practitioner and owner of Nested Sleep. This podcast is all about bringing you evidence-based parenting that you can use today. I'm excited to have you here on your parenting journey. Let's dive in. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Nested Parent Podcast. I'm excited today to chat all about how to make the most out of your discovery call with a sleep consultant. So I have my friend Sarah here. We're excited to dive in and talk to you all today about how you can go about having a good discovery call. So Sarah, why don't you introduce yourself? Yeah, so thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I'm excited to be chatting with you today. Um, I am Sarah Oliver from Baby Sleep Consultancy. I have been working with families um, for the past eight years um, worldwide, and primarily, sort of, what led me into this, uh, you know, profession is my son. My first son. He is nine years of age, um, and oftentimes when we experience something firsthand, it, you know, it sort of fires a passion within us. Um, my background in early childhood education and then sort of allowed me to specialize in sleep. So um, he got me into this, um, you know, <laughs> into my role. And um, I'm very happy to be be able to provide this network for families to to sort of, you know, rely on with regard to their baby's sleep. That's awesome. So yeah, I mean, there are so many different connecting pieces. I feel like that is so important for parents to just see like, hey, you've been through this, or you know what yeah. I'm talking about. Uh, I get a lot of clients, I'm my medical background, people kind of will bring up things that and they're like, Oh, you know what I'm talking about. So making those connections can be so, so valuable. And um, we Sarah and I met for anyone that uh, knows about many sleep consultants, we met through a group called the sleep sorority. And it's a group of mostly like individual sleep consultants that have their own businesses and really want to have that support with each other. So it's been so valuable for us to connect over the years, we can actually say years now, which is crazy. And, you know, the field of being a sleep consultant, and knowing what a sleep consultant is just continues to grow, right? I feel We've both been in the sleep world for a long time, feels like a long time. And with that, it's continued the knowledge of what a sleep consultant is and what a sleep consultant does, thankfully, continues to grow for new parents. And with that, there's so much out there and so many more sleep consultants out there. But we all have our own niche and we all have ways to serve clients in individual ways. So we really hope that people will make a few discovery calls and connect with the right person. So how do you feel like people start that connection process with you and your business? Yeah, I mean, ultimately, um, just sort of backing on to what you were saying with discovery calls, and and we've sort of discussed this prior as well, but creating that uh, relationship between, you know, someone that you're going to have a pretty intimate relationship with as you navigate mm -hmm. sleep training. Um, is really important. And so referrals by way of clients or pediatricians or, you know, word of mouth is obviously um, really important. Um, and then navigating, you know, choosing a time frame in which, you know, they can reach out to you, connect, ask those questions. 
in a certain amount of time. Obviously, I do a 15-minute discovery call. I'm not sure. Um, how long How long are yours, Kelsey? Yeah, I do a 15-minute discovery call as well. Yeah. Um, and so it's really important to connect through that time prior to choosing, uh, you know, if you are going to move forward with a consultant. So um, I think that they're a valuable piece of the process and learning um, you know, the philosophy, uh, you know, my philosophy behind baby sleep and sort of what I focus on, um, the packages that I offer, and then ultimately sort of their questions answered, because it is really important to get that right fit. And as you say, shop around because you want to get the right fit within your, you know, your family, what's important to that consultant, how they navigate their process and sort of how much support you're looking at and as part of the sort of package, I should say. I love that. And talking about how like you should kind of know your sleep consultant even before you get on the discovery call in the sense of there are many ways to get to know us, right? So either like people can follow us on social media for a little while or, you know, join our email list, download some of our resources that we have, um, read up on our website, read up on what types of packages and support that we offer. Because, mm -hmm. you know, 15 minutes goes by so quick, right? And so you don't want to have to like go through and no one's going to develop a relationship fully in 15 minutes. So, you know, having that trust factor and that connection already. So, you know, say they are referred by one of their friends, you could talk about like, oh, yes, I just worked with Jenny. Like that was such a good family connection. And, you know, I'm so glad you're friends with them. You can have that that connection piece there. Yeah, I think it's really important because ultimately, in, in a lot of cases, we do get, I'm not sure for you, but a lot of my um, referrals are from past clients. And so they'll mm -hmm. ask these specific questions, but yet they're so different um, families yeah. with regard to like what they're looking for, what support they're looking for, what they're struggling with. And I think the most important thing is finding out how a sleep consultant is going to service them and what their needs are. I think it's important to be able to um, acknowledge that, you know, we we do we all do things slightly differently. I mean, it's a good thing, you know, ultimately. Right. Um, but with that being said, you know, we all sort of specialize in certain ages and stages and um, we have those packages to fit those needs. And so, of course, you know, being able to provide that 15 minute consultation is a pivotal time to sort of get those questions answered you know, and, and kind of navigate what support you can provide for them. Yes. And, you know, setting that up, you can find out some information. We find out information about what they need ahead of time. So we can also mm -hmm. tailor that call. Uh, for example, I have an intake form when people book a discovery call and ask like, how old is your child? Do they have any medical sleep concerns such as snoring? what's their current sleep struggle and and what have you tried those types of things and you know if they're ready if everyone's in the family is ready and feeling committed to the process and things like that um yeah. any what are some of you think the most valuable questions that you're looking at when you're looking at those types of intake yeah i think that um it's essentially the same as what you've mentioned obviously age um of the child medical questions snoring that's obviously a big one um, and then sort of I ask the question, what are you struggling with currently? Another question that I ask, uh, or I should say a checkbox that I sort of ensure is that they are ready. 
um, and that they've viewed the packages that I offer on my website so that they're aware of what I do provide for families. I'm not sure about you. I'm sure we're all the same. Um, For me, when I'm looking to buy something, I want to get the most information out of what I'm looking at buying before I'm clicking that button to say, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and do it. Um, so, right. you know, I want to, I want my, my clients to get onto my website or a social media page and get to know a little bit about me before they are talking to me. As we were discussing before, a little bit about the packages that I offer, maybe look at my about me page um, to kind of get an understanding of my background before they're jumping in at understanding how I'm working with families. And so a little checkbox that I have is to say, you know, I've, I've viewed the packages, I will view them prior to our conversation, and that I am 100% ready for change. Because ultimately, if they're navigating, discussing this with me, there is that level of readiness. But I want to make yes. sure that, you know, our time is precious, everybody's time is precious, but they're ultimately sleep deprived. And so a sleep deprived parent can only do so much. And so we want to make sure that a sleep-deprived parent is not getting an overwhelm of information, um, but they're able to get enough to warrant being ready for that discovery call. Yes, that's very true. And some of that can depend on, you know, the age of the child. That can depend on, you know, what they've maybe tried in the past. Um, It can depend on family members. You know, maybe one family member is ready and the other is not. And yeah. but having those conversations with each other is so valuable to have prior to having the conversation with us. You know, you don't want to be sitting there as parents on the call and be like looking over at each other, <laughs> like, um, <laughs> I yeah. didn't know I'm ready. Surprises. You're not ready. <laughs> um, I'm sure, you know, we've all seen that. You know, you want to have those conversations. I think that that's really important with your family members um, that are involved in sleep care for your child. Yeah. Yeah. And also making sure that you've got that support from them, you know, know that they're ready, but then are they going to support the process? Because I think that's a pivotal part of like being successful is having a team that's going to rally around this child to make sure that they're successful. Um, I think that's really important. That's so true. And and timing of course, when the right time is, you know, we all have busy schedules and sometimes are, you know, traveling around and you want to make sure you have that time commitment part as well in place. Yeah. Yeah. So um, packages wise, you do it. Do you do a two week program? Uh, Primarily two week program. Uh, I did up until this year have like a shorter package option as well. But I look Mm -hmm. at client outcomes with all of my clients and I'm like, it's not cutting it. People, for the most part, that two week support is the sweet spot that I've found for my clients. I agree. Yeah. A couple of uh, two weeks is is really a sweet spot. I always say to my clients, first week is um, sort of making those adjustments, second week is going through refining. And yeah. so, you know, it's, it's a, the, the program can be successful at that point. Um, I mean, obviously you can do shorter options, but ultimately I, I found two weeks is kind of the sweet spot for me too. Nice. So, yeah, I mean, you know, some families are like, oh no, I, I need much longer than that because maybe they want to go with a method that is a little bit slower. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's important to know going into it. Um, I don't have kind of packages that are just like ongoing for like months and months. I have support down the line, you know, right. but 
some people, you know, want to make a change over the course of like two months, which is not something that I offer, but that's something to important for people to know and, and look at. Yeah, for sure. And that's as, as it comes back to that sort of, you know, shopping around essentially um, looking at you know the right fit for your family and having calls with a couple of different consultants to see if it's the right fit for your family you know and and ultimately that's better for us and I'm sure you would agree to ensure that they are getting multiple questions answered from sort of different sources to ensure that they are getting the right fit because our ideal client is going to be someone that fits well within you know what we provide and if it's not something that you know we provide then it's going to be difficult to find that like you know that sweet spot for everybody i fully agree and you know some of it can be just the type of sleep training methods for example Mm -hmm. so i use the two most common sleep training methods that i use is like an interval checking process of of leaving and coming back or a chair method, typically for older, more typically for older children, or depending on the temperament of the child and and the family. Mm -hmm. But if they're looking for like a a no cry type solution, um, which I don't think exists most of the time when you're making changes, um, but I am very upfront with that, you know what I mean? Like that there is going to be some emotion through the process. Um, but if that's not something, either there's something they're ready for, or if they're looking for more support, which is out there for other types of um, very, very slower process, then those can exist, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And on the same, um, I have a variety of settling techniques that I sort of base around specific ages, as you were saying, the same thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for the younger infants, it's all parent intervention. However, um, some are completely in the room and some are more of an interval-based approach, but with modified age-appropriate intervals for, you know, the age and stages. Um, And so I primarily, you know, navigate working with families with like a pick-up, put-down approach or an interval-based approach with younger babies. Um, and more of a chair method or an interval-based approach with older babies. And then once you get into the toddlers, that changes within some behavioral, um, you know, rules and rewards, things like that. Yes. But um, as you say, it's navigating, you know, chatting with the families about what they're comfortable with, what their parenting style is and what the temperament of their baby is. Because ultimately, I'm very transparent with, yeah, same thing. There's going to be tears through the process. Um, However, with anything, adjustment takes time. And so whenever we change things, we have to sort of allow the the child some some time to sort of adjust to the new skills that they are learning through the process. Um, and also, as long as they're consistent, they'll soon understand very quickly. Uh, but when it comes to, you know, choosing a method for me specifically, I will mention, you know, if they say on the intake form that their kiddo's really strong-willed and they want an in-the-room mm-hmm. approach, you know, navigating, chatting through what does that look like for you? And yeah. so there is no surprises, you know, at the end of the day, we want to install confidence in these families and so that they feel that they can do it while their their baby is navigating this change. So, you know, being as transparent as I can to make sure that they're aware of the process is the most important thing for me through the discovery call specifically as that like first starting point. Yeah, because a lot of the times, a family may use uh, words to describe a particular method, but then once you are like diving in and talking to them about that method, they're like, yeah. 
realize that's what that was, or I envisioned that completely differently. So for the parents to know, you know, this is in general what you're signing yourself up for, um, or in general, like, oh, no, this is actually like much more supportive than I thought it would have been. Um, mm-hmm. Then it'll give them that confidence that, okay, yes. And and ultimately, there's the method and then there's the support as well. And I know we offer some different types of support for, for clients. You definitely have done some in-home support. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So um, when I first started in 2016, I, um, I navigated uh, virtual and in-home options. So um, the virtual looked like an option was email and the other option was phone. And so those are my virtual options. But I really was passionate about in-home consultations. Um, I love being client-facing and, you know, I just get a different level of um, relationship when I'm in someone's home and navigating it with them. That sort of hand-holding support has been a really key role at me sort of going through the in-home process and, and adjusting, you know, over the years. But I have been doing in-home consultations, obviously, through 2016 to now, with the exception of COVID, obviously, where we all had to pivot pretty drastically. Um, but, you know, it's been exciting to sort of navigate getting back into the the clients' homes. And for me, um, I've had different levels of support with regard to in-home. I've, I've sort of dabbled in overnights. I currently have, you know, two-night option. And I've got a, my, my most common is evening support. So that looks like me going to home at 5 p.m., generally leaving around 11 p.m. and and sort of going through the first evening commencing day one of sleep mm-hmm. training. So, you know, I love that the most. <laughs> and um, I know that the clients do too. But yeah, it's been a great way to sort of, you know, get out into the community for a job that is primarily a lot of times um, virtual. And I think it's important. And this probably comes up sometimes on discovery calls as well, because sometimes when people think of in-home support, they think that you're doing all of the same yeah. training. So I'm sure yeah. that <laughs> has to that's come a, up with, well, how am I supporting you, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just to make sure, because, you know, I sometimes will get clients reach out to me and they're like, will you come stay like at my house for a couple nights? And I'm like, no, <laughs> that's like a different level of support. Um, and sometimes that's needed, especially like when you're looking at, for example, like newborn sleep support. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's important for people to know the role of the newborn sleep consultant and also know the role of like a postpartum doula or, right. um, you know, a newborn care specialist. And so sometimes those questions can come up as well to just educate people on that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, when it comes to the process, I think, as we were discussing, it's like really stipulating what you offer in that in that sort of guidance. And for me, going into the home, obviously that's a different level of support, but that is truly what it is, guiding them through the process. And so, right. you know, making those adjustments along the way, but me physically not doing anything with the children in terms of, you know, putting them into bed or going through that process. Because ultimately, that as you say, that's a different level of support. If we were to do the process, which I'm sure we could all do with regard to navigating having that as an option you've still got to teach the parent and so ultimately our role as a sleep consultant is teaching the parents to teach their children exactly we want we want parents to walk away from this two-week time period 
and have ongoing success, right? Our goal is not to have success within this two week period. Our goal is to have like good sleepers for years to come. And, you know, getting the whole family involved in that is crucial for that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. So in terms of levels of support, we talked a little bit about like the in-home options, calls. I do um, like texting support option through an app called Boxer um, that also has like a walkie-talkie component to it. Um, And that, again, kind of what we talked about in terms of like the different levels of support and and what we enjoy ourselves. I love connecting with clients over Voxer. Um, I feel like I'm able to build that connection. And we just talk so much within a two to three week time period um, that I really develop really strong relationships. We all know like we all have our our connection piece and, and what we what we're there for. Um, and what we enjoy doing, but you want to be like, it needs to be equal, like that you want to find those, those clients that are your ideal clients that want the same level of support that you love giving. I think that yeah. that's so important to find the connecting puzzle pieces, right? Yeah, for sure. I, and I've got like two varying levels of virtual support. So I've got like a basic package, which doesn't have that text messaging support. And then I've got a deluxe, which does have the text messaging support. And that, of course, is, you know, uh, from a certain time period in the morning until obviously through the evening time frame. But, you know, I prefer having those connections through text messaging. Um, and I find myself navigating the the text messaging even more so when it just gives you that, like, understanding of where they're at. And so yeah. I think my preference is more support than not uh, with regard to text messaging. And then, of course, that next level, which is the in-home portion, mm-hmm. because for me specifically, and I don't know if you would agree, but I do find that the most you can be in communication with your consultant within the first four days, the better success you're going to have at setting that solid foundation early. So if you get those little creases ironed out in those first couple of days, it's going to be pretty smooth sailing. If you wait until day four, five or six, and then you're starting to sort of get on top of what, whether it be an early morning waking or, you know, a a short nap, then you can reach that plateau where it's going to take a little longer to sort of, you know, get those creases ironed out. So for me specifically, I, I agree. I prefer having that strongest connection through daily communication uh, of of that like voice or text message communication. Because, you know, you're really, they're opening up to you. They're asking you the mm-hmm. questions usually in real time or very soon after, you know, the next morning or whatever. And you're able to provide those answers, you know, relatively soon to, as you said, kind of iron things out, be where they need to be sooner uh, I would absolutely agree with you that in terms of outcomes in general, that they are improving quicker when you when you're able to address those things early on. Yeah, I definitely think it also keeps them accountable and present mm-hmm. with what they're currently mm-hmm. working on. Uh, it's very easy to be overwhelmed with noise of other areas of your life when you're trying to focus on something that needs a lot of your attention. And so, you know, if you can sort of get on top of that and have that open communication, um, it does make it a lot smoother and have them feel like they have that friend uh, to sort of lean on. Because sometimes, 
it's easier to, to lean on us as that sort of outside source than try and do that within the family. Sometimes that gets hard, right? It's hard in general with yeah. um, <laughs> trying to ask those hard questions to your spouse or, you know, a parent. <laughs> Who oftentimes the other spouse is usually just as sleep deprived as you. So yeah, answering exactly. the question, not always helpful, but mostly just having that third party person with you. And I think that's true, like throughout parenthood, I really like have seen the value in, you know, having a doula, having parent support classes, having, you know, coaches along the way, no matter what thing that you're working on, um, can provide so much value to just have that third party person being like, I don't know, like, take a look at the process or, you know, work us through um, that can be so valuable as parents. Oh, yeah, for sure. I agree. Definitely. Now, we've talked a lot about what a discovery call should be. I think we should end with what a discovery call should not be. (laughs) Because it's, again, like, you want to have that value, both from our point of view as a sleep consultant and from the client's point of view, you want to have value in that 15 minutes. And so sometimes people will look at a discovery call and try to like ask all of their questions that they could possibly have within 15 minutes of how am I going to solve my child's short naps and early morning awakenings and not falling asleep on their own and falling asleep with me rocking them. Like these are all the questions I find that, you know, those are not going to be the most successful discovery calls in terms of helping anyone because I can't know your child in 15 minutes. Uh That's just not a window of time where I'm going to be able to ask all of the questions, have all of the information to provide information about, you know, what change should happen. It's those connection pieces that you build over time and getting to know on that initial consultation and and a more thorough intake form that are really going to build and and get your your goals met. And it's more about meeting goals versus getting the questions answered. Because we all have the books, right? Like there's like stacks of books we could all read to give you the answers to the questions. But really our clients, they're not looking for the answers, right? No, no. And I think, yeah, I mean, it, Sometimes, a lot of times when I find that the families that are coming on to, um, you know, get all those questions answered are so overwhelmed, they don't even know where to begin. So they sort of need us to guide them in the direction of, you know, of looking at what, how we can best fit for their family with regard to the, the packages or the options. And as you say, in 15 minutes, we cannot get a good understanding of even starting the temperament of the child, you know. Sometimes it's a, I I don't know about you, but I find that some families come to me that are maybe in the midst of sleep training. They've scheduled a discovery call um, because they're stuck and they really ultimately want those answers. But that's very difficult when we don't have the log, we, we don't have the information, you know, we don't know the ins and outs of what they're doing. Sort of sidestepping onto that piece is we all have options of a a call-based option for like a one-time package. I do, I'm not sure if you do have like a one-time call where you can chat with a consultant to get those questions answered if you're wanting to do it on your own. 
But certainly I agree. We can't go through everything in 15 minutes and really making the most out of your discovery call when you're a tired parent is getting to know the consultant, how Mm -hmm. they work, what they can offer you, the hard questions that you maybe find difficult. Talk about crying. Talk about what that looks like. When that happens, how is your consultant going to support you? What does that support on the daily look like if you are going to going to move forward and work with them, um, you know, utilizing a package of theirs? So I definitely think that there's ways in which, you know, if you have your questions written down prior to getting yeah. on the phone call, that can be really helpful. And going back to really talking to a couple of different consultants, maybe one's been recommended to you, do a search on your own, talk to another one and see if one is a better fit than the other. Yeah, because you're going to need to open up, right? We know that this is a, you know, it's a very in-depth, personal, sensitive thing. There's a lot of things that come up from cultural perspectives Mm -hmm. and from, you know, parenting where maybe you're doing what you thought was right in parenting. Maybe it's something completely different, but a lot of those emotions really come out during this process. So you're going to need to find that person that you connect with that you feel like you can be open with. Yes. Yes. I think that's so important. Not hiding any, um, (laughs) not hiding, you know, from them because ultimately they're going to be your biggest supporter. Absolutely. Well, I think this went great. I hope everyone gets some value on how to know how to navigate and make the most out of your discovery call with a sleep consultant. Please reach out to either Sarah and I, or if you need any sleep help at all, um, or any other sleep consultant that is out there, we are all here to help you guys get the rest that your family needs. Yes. Thank you so much, Kelsey. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to the Nested Parent Podcast. Make sure to subscribe and follow along wherever you listen to podcasts. If this or a past episode resonated with you, I would love for you to leave a review to help grow this parenting community. Hope to see you next time.